Hey, what's happening, everybody? It's your man, Dame DNYDC, host of the Two Mics Up podcast. We're back today with another. This is a good. I think this is going to be a great episode. Um, you know, we're in, we're living in a day and age where so many of us are working from home. We're you know having our Zoom meetings online. Many of us have maybe joined you know different business networks or different type of working opportunities, and you're talking virtually. Or you might even for some gamers, you know, I, gaming is still big. You know, I haven't gamed in a while. It's been a, it's been a hot minute. Uh, but even the gaming industry has taken this virtual reality and opportunity to speak and talk to others to a whole nother level. Well, the reason why I, I mentioned all of that is because today's guest has really found a, a, a niche where I think is really needed as we continue to move forward. And so many of us struggle from time to time you know, speaking in front of others, first of all, that's one thing, but now to do it virtually, again, is still another challenge. And I, and the reason why I also wanted to do this show is because a lot of people ask me, hey, Dane, man, you 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 talk and you do this like, you know, like a professional. Like, I've only been doing this for a year and a half. However, you know, I don't know if it's just because I'm a New Yorker, a native New Yorker, born and raised. We really have no fear. We like talking, man. You know, sometimes it just you just go ahead and jump up there, man. Give me the mic, man. Move, move out the way. We like telling stories. We like giving vivid, vivid colors as we speak. So today's guest, because I'm I've been talking and I know I've been teasing y'all long enough. I'm gonna go ahead and bring today's guest to the screen. And I'm gonna go ahead and let him introduce himself and give him, let him talk a little bit about who he is. Brendan, thank you for taking time out, man. And I think I teased long enough, but talk to our listeners and our audience, man, about who Brendan is and a little bit about Master Talk. Yeah, absolutely, D. Such a pleasure to be on, brother. Thanks so much for having me. So yeah, my name is Brian Kumarasamy. I'm the founder of Master Talk. Master Talk is a YouTube channel I started many years ago to help the world master the art of communication and public speaking. And then later on, as I started making these YouTube videos, it later turned into a coaching practice where I train a lot of CEOs and executives on how to communicate their ideas to the world. So yeah, great to be here, D. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. I, I, I really, I'm really excited, Brendan, because... There's so much of that. Like I said, you know, we moved into this digital world where so many people now are communicating, you know, virtually. And prior to the pandemic, you know, I know that there was a fear a lot of times for people, uh, you know, standing up before a crowd, whether it be a group of coworkers, family members, friends. It was a struggle. And I just want to know, one, before we dive even further, Brendan, where did you, and I, and I, I say this lovingly, but where did you learn how to speak and communicate? Yeah, absolutely. So what happened, as you can probably tell, I'm not the oldest person you've had on your show, D. <laughs> so, so what happened with me was when I was in university, I went, I went to a business school and I did these things called case competitions. Mm-hmm. Think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. Okay. So, so all the guys my age are playing, you know, basketball or rugby or baseball, clear things that I'm not equipped to do, as you can tell <laughs> by looking at me. I was doing cases okay. where I was doing presentations competitively. And that's how I learned how to speak. And these presentations are vicious. Think of it like the MBA mm-hmm. of, of presentations. Okay. So that was the level we were playing at. We would compete against students all across the world and how to present. And wow. that's how I learned. But I also learned how to coach other people on how to speak the because a lot of these students were entering the program, but we didn't have a communication coach. So I kind of uh... just gave myself the role and I just started coaching them. But I really didn't know what I was doing back then. Nice. So, I mean, so this really was something that you've helped that, that you were interested in, but you've actually 
really hones your craft as you've gone along through these competitions, uh, through starting, you know, businesses and coaching others then basically. You got it. But I would say for that, like, like I've been coaching for six years and I started when I was okay. 19. Okay. But the, the idea D is I only turned it into business like two years ago. Like when mm. I initially first started master talk, it was mostly just for fun. Like I was already doing really well at corporate. I was working as a consultant at IBM. So mm -hmm. I was already doing well financially. Okay. The reason why I started the YouTube channels, because well, the information on how to speak mm. out in the world well sucked. It's everywhere. Probably it's so, so bad. And so diverse and probably not really enough meat uh to, to really uh explain to people. And and I and I watched your channel. What I do like though, and I, I wanna say you sometimes you may sometimes simple is best. And the way you deliver. Uh, comes across very easy, very, very simple for people to use. How did you even develop that craft? Like, where did you find that? You know what, from what you saw and what you've heard and what you've been around, like, how did you develop your, your craft and your story for your channel? Yeah, so it's a great question, D. The, the way that I've always seen it is repetition is everything. But mm. repetition output allows you to figure out your own style. So mm -hmm. just to be transparent, when I started the YouTube channel, I was a great speaker already, mm -hmm. but I sucked on camera. Like I literally started right over there on my mom's couch <laughs> okay. like a three years ago on the phone. Obviously, now I'm sure you've seen the YouTube channel. We have a production yep. team and everything. Right. But when, when I started, it, I was just on my camera and it sounded something more like this. Uh, uh, hi guys. Uh, you know, right. Brendan. But then over time, as I'm practicing, so I probably practice hundreds of times on camera, and then I develop that personality. But other another piece is important as well is all of my YouTube videos are scripted, so there's no mm. teleprompter. I don't like tellies, but what I do is I write it out in full, so I don't lose my train of thought when I'm communicating mm -hmm. an idea. Mm. That may, I mean, look, I I I totally get it. I mean, we. We follow or have followed a similar practice. Uh, I, I don't do teleprompters or anything like that, but I do I do like to write things out. I do like to have an idea uh, of where we'd like to go in, in each episode or each conversation. Uh, but a lot of times, uh, just like I said, being being a native New Yorker, though, sometimes, like, I mean, for a lot of people who may not even know, I mean, we've shared some questions, but I have I only asked one question. We've already gone down a different, a different rapper because it's just natural sometimes you know just the natural conversation too is just the best thing uh but the questions i've learned though or the script helps keep me on track because i have you know my boss over here off screen that people don't see you know giving me the you know to try to keep me on on track so it, it, it's very good and I, and I appreciate you sharing that but i also want to know too brendan when it when i guess how do i say Everything that you've talked about, many of us really have a difficult time talking. So many of us. And I just want to know, what was that thing then? Because usually I hear everything that you said, but then what was that one thing that really said, you know what? I have this and I really need to do this to help others. Absolutely, man. And, and for me, and, and I'll keep it really simple. It wasn't some hallelujah moment where I just looked up in the sky and I said, hey, communication. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. You know, my parents right. were minimum wage workers at a factory. My goal is never to be an entrepreneur, a YouTuber, or some communication professional. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, you know, to be an accountant. Like that was the goal. Oh, okay. So I went to university for that in particular. And the reason I started doing case competitions, D, wasn't so that I could be this great communication coach and appear on a podcast. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't even know what that was. Right. The reason I did it was because all of the great communicators make a lot of money in the business world. 
Yeah. So it was selfish. It was like, okay, well, if I do these case competitions, all of my buddies are getting all these big corporate jobs. Right. So if I do cases, I'll get better. But after I fulfilled my selfish desire of making money so I could retire my mom because mm. I don't want to work in that factory anymore, right. I accidentally got really good at communication coaching. And then I use that and then help the world. So I guess my advice on this mm-hmm. is find the motivation that is selfish to you. Like how mm. would your life change if you're a great communicator? And it doesn't need to be change the world. You know, I, obviously now my, my mission in life is to impact a lot of people. Right. But I'm also acknowledging the fact that maybe that's not a place of your life where you're there. Like mm. for you, it could just be not you in particular, but someone who's listening could be like, okay, my next promotion at work. Cool. Like you'll make an right. extra 20 grand if right. you communicate better. So just find right. that reason for yourself. You know, I, I like that, you know, and that's what we're really all about here, you know, uh, and what I like, you know, we, we we talk about educate, empower, impact. That's our tagline here. And a lot of things that you've talked about, uh, you know, the education you know, that empowered you to do something positively to impact others. And I want to kind of jump in and hone in on one thing, because what would be one tip then, let's just say? Uh, you would share, let's say with a newbie, somebody who's new, who's trying to embark on their communication journey, whether it be as an entrepreneur, a uh, business owner, whatever. What would you, one tip you would maybe share with them to help them to get others really listen and take into their message? Absolutely. So there's different direction we can go in with this, D, but I would say the easiest thing to do is called the random word exercise. So all the random word exercise is, is you pick a random word like tissue box, mm-hmm. right? Like mouse pad, like pen, and you deliver presentations out of thin air. But what this exercise allows you to do is it builds up your resiliency as a speaker. Even if there's a lot of tactics I can teach here in this episode, mm-hmm. the principle matters more, which is in the doing. Do the random word exercise five times a day. It'll only take you five minutes. And what this does is when you go back into your you know, your corporate job, your subject matter expertise, that's stuff you already know. So those presentations will be a lot more easier for you. So that's probably the mm. easiest thing that people can do right now. Mm. Man, look, I hear y'all. I, I hope y'all got your pen. And, and if you're watching this, man, go back and, and replay this and play. Because I really love that. It's something as simple as, as a single word repetition exercise. Uh, and I, I'm going to start doing that just because, I, I again, I've never heard that before. Never even thought to use that. So I'm going to add that to my repertoire as we move forward. So then, Brendan, how, now that we've talked about tips, I want to really delve into master talk and really allow you to kind of take a moment to really broaden and educate us, first of all, on master talk itself, maybe a little bit more. And, and if you could, maybe go into uh, some of the services that you provide uh, through master talk. Yeah, for sure, D. And before that, one other piece I wanted to say on the random word exercise as well to get people to take action. Because okay. here's the thing. Most people, they write that down on a piece of paper, but they don't actually take action on it. Mm. They kind of just okay. go, oh, yeah, that's cool. Here, Here's my recommendation. Do this okay. with your kids. Do this with your niece. Do this with your nephews. Mm. Because when you go – like let's say you give them a word. You say, hey, Paul, your word is tissue, and you see them do it. That inspires you to do it more. Right. And that could be a game with the people around you and your family. Mm. So take like action that. on that. It creates that accountability. But, I love that. Thanks, brother. So, yeah, yeah going into Master Talk, right? You know, the reason that I started it mostly was to help the world. You know, my mission is I want to help every human being on earth become an exceptional communicator. That's okay. my big dream. That's why a lot of the money that I make for my coaching business, I reinvest it 
into the YouTube channel so that the public, you know, university students, people are just getting started in the first jobs who can't really afford a communication coach, well, they can go on Master Talk and have mm. all the access and okay. still be able to learn in a way that I couldn't because a lot of what I did was trial and error. Right? I was just mm -hmm. making mistakes for five years and then I figured it out. And then, of course, when it comes to my, my services, that's mostly for people, I would say, who are either executives of companies, think like a manager in a company. That mm -hmm. would be someone who is a coach who wants to scale their coaching business or someone who's already an entrepreneur. Someone who's mm. already a successful entrepreneur. So for those three specific types of people, I would say, you know, hiring a communication coach makes a lot of sense. Because if you're spending a few thousand dollars right. to level up your communication, you could easily make that money back in a speech. Right. And and for those of you who are interested in coaching, you know, no worries. Just come to my one of my free trainings. It's over Zoom. It's free. And all you have to do is register for it at rockstarcommunicator.com. Mm. And we coach people for free on that call. So you can see what we can do. Man, that, that's awesome. And and this really like what, what I like is though, so a lot of your through your YouTube channel, people do get a lot of opportunity to really take advantage of some of the free uh, series uh, and services that you provide. Um, and what are some of the other things? Because I've seen various other things that you provide uh, and I don't want you to delve into to all of them. But what are some other things that, you know, so like you said, entrepreneurs or senior level managers or people are speaking where what else do you think that they can probably best find or use from your services yeah absolutely i would say for those three people in particular mm -hmm. coaches executives and entrepreneurs these are people who value their time more than their money right. so they say you know what i need to invest in a speed coach because i need to work on my game right now and i want brendan to help me okay. so for those people i would say definitely you know as you check out that free training you'll learn a lot about communication because we always offer the same type of service, which is a 12-week group coaching program. Mm, wow. And then we help executives, entrepreneurs, and CEOs who are all in that group. And we help them all level up their communication skills so they can become mm. world-class. But the other piece I want to add here, D, okay. is even the people outside of those groups, come to the free training. Just come. <laughs> right, right. So you're welcome <laughs> to come. And, and then if you're not able to make the dates, you know, just check out the YouTube channel and, and get some free value. That's the yeah, I, I love that, man. That, that's really dope. And, and I want to clarify so because i know um uh i just had uh one of my team here flash up you know university uh so a lot of people uh understand so where where are you originally from because you know in the states some of us don't call it university uh so where where are you originally from and where's your family from and where did you actually go to your university at yeah, for sure, brother. So so I go to the States a lot. You know, I was in Miami mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. I'm going to New York in two weeks. But I'm based in Montreal, so I'm Canadian. Okay. Okay. And I went I went to Concordia University in Montreal. That nobody's probably heard of. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, and that, I mean, it was a great question. My team, I, I just, because they were like, you know, university. I said, let, let me be clear. I wanted you to introduce that. Yes, we, we are visiting with our Canadian brother today. Uh, and he's doing amazing work uh, in his field. And I just felt that, you know, this had to be shared uh, with others. So thank you, Brendan. So look, ladies and gentlemen, right now we're coming up uh, to uh, that. take a pause for the calls. I want to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors here at Two Mics Up who have continued to be a huge support uh, in our success and our growth. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break.
Hey, what's happening, everybody? We're back out, out the break. Look, all I can say is this. For all of you who are trying to get your communication game and your skills to the next level, if you're just tuning in, if you just happen to join uh, or you fast forward it or whatever it is, whether it be on the audio side or on our YouTube side, go back to the beginning. This gentleman today, Brendan from Master Talk, has really given us some gems. And you guys who really want to take your skill set to the next level, you need to go back and listen, man, and really go follow this brother and, and really tune into his YouTube channel and the work that he's doing. I think it's phenomenal. Uh, and, and again, Brendan, thank you. So I want to continue and dive a little bit deeper. Um, how do you, you know, create experiences that really um, can be long lasting through public speaking? Because that's really a lot of time when you're speaking, you want to create connections that are long lasting. How do you go about doing that when you speak? Yeah, thanks for the kind words, dude. Really appreciate it. Great question. So, so the way that I think about this is is fairly simple. I was like keeping things simple. It's all about how many times are we willing to deliver the same experience over and over again. Mm. That's really what it comes down to, right? Mm -hmm. So, I'll, I'll give you an example with the free training that I mentioned earlier. We do the same thing every two weeks. It's okay. always the same one. It's always the same content, and that's the reason why the experience is so good. Another mm -hmm. example I can give you as well is let's say you take a speaker like Tony Robbins, right? He's probably one of the best on the planet, right? Les mm -hmm. Brown's another great example, mm -hmm. right? Those two individuals, the reason they're such great speakers is because they do the same speech over and over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that leads to better experiences, because most of us, when we present, the problem is always content. If you're always switching presentations, you're worried about the content, not the delivery of that content. Mm. You're mm. just going, mm, what am I supposed to say? Right. You're thinking. But if you're doing the same thing over and over and over, think about this podcast, this interview right, right now. Right. Why am I able to answer so confidently? Not because I'm smarter than anyone else. Because I've done like hundreds of podcast right. interviews. So right. at some point, no one's asked what my favorite fruit is. Do you? No, really? No, nobody. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to change that up today. We're going we're gonna to find out some stuff before we go there. Now we're going to switch it up. Go ahead. <laughs> but, right? So that's right. the thing, right? Right. You know, D, no one's going to ask me, hey, hey, brother, what's your what's your favorite color? Look, it doesn't right. serve the audience. Right. So right. they always ask me communication tips. It's always my story. Mm -hmm. It's always what can people take away? How can we communicate better? But when you get asked the same question hundreds of times, it's true. At some point, you go, well, I know the answer. So right. now I'm going to deliver the answer in a way that gets people to take action. So that's mm. how you deliver everlasting experiences is you have to have the willingness. Like with rappers, you need to have the willingness to do the same song over and over, over and over and over again until you only focus on the delivery. Mm. I, I like that. That man, And I, I don't want to say common sense, but for me, it is very common sense because you're right. When I think about it now talking, when I do this every day or every week, uh, now it's become second nature because really it is, even though it's different guests, um, my delivery, my view, my, it has become, it's natural. It's the same. It's, you know, so it's not even rehearsed anymore. Cause I think initially, like I said, I was thinking about, well, what do I say? How do I say it? Or now it's just, I right, turn the lights on and let's go. You know, so I, I definitely can relate to that. Um, one of the things, though, that I found early on, and maybe some other people do, uh, when you're speaking out or in public, sometimes conflict or problems, you know, do arise, you know, when you're presenting or speaking. Um, I'm curious to know from your experiences or, or what you can share, 
you know, how, how do you handle those tough situations? Absolutely. So when we think about tough situations, D, they're always going to happen. But the way that we overcome them is by doing the harder thing. I'll give you an example. Okay. Let's say somebody comes up to us and says, oh, you know, D, I'm really nervous about this presentation that I have to give at work. It's on this topic. These executives are tough. So instead of like reassuring them or petting them on the head or giving a little tickle, what I do instead is to say, okay, here's what we're going to do tomorrow. We're going to have you present a topic that you have no expertise in. I'm hmm. going to throw five executives at you and their only goal of those five executives is to rip you apart. So we make the meeting, right, the fake meeting harder than the actual thing. So when hmm. you go into the actual thing, you're like, wow, this meeting was really easy. So mm -hmm. the trick is handle the hard question. I'll, I'll give you a funny example. Okay. I remember when I when I started my podcasting journey, and I was starting to guest on shows. You're, you're definitely one of the good ones, Steve. Remember when I, when, when I started, of course. I, I was probably like 30 episodes in, in into different shows. And there's this one show that I accidentally, and a huge word on accident, I accidentally said yes to uh -huh. called Weirdos.tv. Uh-oh. Like the uh -oh. weird. Uh-oh. So I get, I get on the show. And there's just a dude with, you just see his head. And I'm just like, what in the world is going on? And then my face starts moving all across the screen. And, the, and, then, and then we do a show of 15 minutes. And it's like, what the heck Hell? is going on? <laughs> but ever since that episode... Every intro I've ever done in my life for a podcast was smooth saying because I would jump on. I was like, oh, my God, D is like a normal human being. <laughs> <laughs> my God. He actually yeah. knows that intro. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be easy. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing the things that you run into. And I, I just love, you know, how you you channel and share that story because I, I've had some somewhere I've appeared on that. I was like, yeah, I might have to start. uh vetting uh the show requests uh a little bit more because yeah it's some weird ones out there for real um speaking of you know fear and and problems and and when you're presenting i think the number one thing and you tell me if i'm wrong that when you talk to people is fear the fear of the room the fear of the space or the topic whatever what do you say? Because I love the, the 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 story that you just told about making it tough. Because you know, I was brought up with the theory that you always attack the thing that you find the most difficult. Because mm -hmm. once you accomplish that or attack that thing, everything else behind it becomes easy. I was raised that, and I still live my life that way. So, when it comes to fear, what is a tip or something that you do when you're working, let's say one on one uh, with a client? to help them overcome their fear of public speaking. Absolutely, they love that. And and I love the tough skin idea too, right? It's always important for us to show up in that way. Right. The other piece I would give, I'd love to share an analogy. So let's say okay. we think of a boxing match, right? Okay. So one side of the ring is the fear and the other side of the ring, let's say the other corner, is the message. Mm -hmm. So the goal when your message and your fear meet in the middle mm -hmm. is not for the fear to disappear. This is a problem most of us face, D. We kind of say, oh, I need to get rid of the fear. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. The fear never goes away. Let me give you the perfect example. Okay. Let's say we're talking, we're having lunch in New York, and somebody calls me and says, you know what, Brendan, I need you to coach Elon Musk tonight. 
would I shit my pants? Probably. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, well, first of all, I'd probably think it was a joke. And then if, right. they, if I knew they were serious, I'd shit my pants. It, it doesn't matter. I've done you know hundreds of shows. I've done hundreds of YouTube videos. I've presented so many times, more than most people do in their lifetimes. Yet, the fear remains. So the goal, my friends, is not to get rid of the fear, but rather make sure that when your message and your fear meet in the middle of that boxing ring, that your message gets the knockout punch. Mm. So the goal is not for the fear to leave. The goal is to make sure that the message is more important than the fear. And I'm the best example of this. I started coaching CEOs, D, when I was 22 years old. Wow. Who who in the world? Obviously, that sounds impressive, but let's play this out a little bit more. Right. It's also scary because a lot of my clients have lived like literally long, like have worked longer in the company than I've been alive. True. True. Right. So what gave me the confidence to press record the first time on my YouTube channel? And I'll tell you. What gave me the confidence? Was it the fear or getting rid of the fear? I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, I'm in my mom's basement. I'm sharing this stuff. I still am in my mom's basement. Right. But the difference is I pressed record for the 15 year old girl who couldn't afford me. Hmm. That's the game. Who else does that 15 year old girl have? She doesn't have money for a speech coach. She might be growing up in an underprivileged community. And I'm the only person she can relate to because I'm young enough to make the videos. So it's either she relates to me and learns from me or she learns from nobody. D. That's the key. It's not about getting rid of the fear. It's about making sure that your message is so important that you just knock it out of the park and get it done anyways. Man, that's powerful, Brendan. And I, and I have to ask, too, because you, you bring up a very – you bring up really some great points. But one I do want to talk about. So how – because I know – look, being a little bit older than you, I know there's some – some in my age demographics that yeah, are you're very, like 30 years old right right exactly you you got it you know <laughs> but we're, we're very stubborn sometimes and we're set in our ways because you know we've been doing it this way for so long and because we've been successful it's going to continue to work that way but as we know life does change life is evolving uh systems are evolving corporations are evolving so like you said you know will you at 22 or 25 now or 26, whatever, dealing with someone who, like you said, has been at this corporation longer than you've been alive. Like, how do you really break down those walls and create that space where you both get on a even keel where, you know what, now they're on board with what you're doing and what you're talking about? Right. Great, great follow-up, D. So the way that I think about this is we have to understand something more important, which is we can't convince everyone. Like right. so for every some for every person like you, D, who's like, okay, I believe in Brendan. I, I took the time to watch his YouTube videos. He has that expertise. Doesn't matter how old he is, he's definitely someone I want on the show. There's right. going to be four other people. This is true with any other in any industry right. Right. who goes, eh, I don't really see it. And mm-hmm. that's okay. So I'd say part of that is really focusing our energy on the people who are saying yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that I, I tell this to my clients in the context of sales is I go, who cares if 99 people say to you, no to you as long as one of them does? True. Right? Yeah. True. It's just, one of them says yes, True. and you talk to 10,000 people. You got yourself 100 clients, my man. Like Life right. is good. Right. But the other piece that I'll say is what are we doing for the people who are saying yes? So let's say we take this. Now that I now that I got the yes from you, I can either show up and go, yeah, I'm on the show, or I can take this really seriously. Mm-hmm. So it's also about saying, how do we develop the maturity to then coach at the level? Who do I need to be to coach at that level? And then 
we make up for the gap in age and experience, Yeah. right? And that's the game. So always ask yourself, this is an easy trick that people can get started with because I didn't start with CEOs. Start with the person you're most comfortable serving. Mm. You don't have to go straight for the prize. Start with people younger than you. You know, when I was 19, I wasn't coaching people who are managers and CEOs. I was coaching, you know, kids. Then I started coaching people my own age. Then I coached people older than me. Then I slowly built up my confidence and I realized everything I was teaching applied at all the levels. And then I went down to engineer, manager, Mm. project manager, manager, vice president. Mm -hmm. And and now, you know, a lot of my clientele are C-suite. But the point is, I didn't start there. I started at the bottom. Mm, I, I love that. And, and everybody, uh, you know, we live in a world uh, that everybody wants it right now. Everybody has this thing where they're going to be C-suite today. They're going to be a, a millionaire today. Uh, and I just love the fact that you're breaking it down. That It's okay. You've got to work at your craft and build up your skill set to be able to walk up that ladder to get to that point. And I really take I, I really appreciate you taking time because hopefully someone watching this or listening to this will get that understanding and really put that into practice. I think that's really a lost skill. Um, and I say that because then, you know, we're talking about how you started, but are there any recommended books or trainings um, that maybe you can share uh, for a new entrepreneur or business owner uh, to use uh, to create or work on their, their communication skills and do exactly what we talked about. Start with that friend and then work their way up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's one book I always like to share on on podcasts just because I think it's super underrated. And it's a book called Thirst by Scott Harrison. Okay. So Scott Harrison is the CEO of Charity Water. It's a nonprofit he started to help the world gain access to clean water. But the reason I always recommend Thirsty is specifically because of how Scott was able to use messaging and storytelling to raise half a billion dollars for his charity. That's also based in New York city where you're based. So, and what's great about Scott is it's very tangible. It's Mm. not like, Oh, you know, I did this. No, it's like, I posted this video, this video led to this result. And this is how we thought about the brand. And we definitely have more budget than someone who's a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. So people should think about it in that way. That's mm-hmm. a great book. The other resource I would recommend is Toastmaster for those who can't afford a communication coach. So Toastmaster is like 100, 150 bucks a year, and it creates a community. It's a nonprofit, and mm-hmm. you, there's clubs around the world, definitely where you're based in New York, and you can join those Toastmaster experiences every week and just meet other people that are excited about communication like you are. Yeah, I, I'm very familiar with Toastmaster. Um, I think it's an excellent organization. I know. I know some people currently that are in Toastmasters and they're they've gotten comfortable and have grown exponentially in their development uh, and presenting and speaking uh, in front of others. So, Brendan, man, today was such an educating and enlightening conversation. And I thank you for taking time out of your schedule to sit down with me, sit down with our audience and talk today. So before we go. You know, can you please share, you know, some of your your information, social media information, uh, your YouTube channel? Uh, and I make sure that, you know, we put all of that information down in the bio. Uh, but I want to make sure that you get an opportunity to share that with our audience and listeners before we go today. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. Thanks for a great conversation. So I'd say the two ways to stay connected. Super simple. Number one, the YouTube channel. Go on YouTube, type master talk in one word, and you'll have access to hundreds of free videos on how to master your communication skills. And the second way to stay connected, if you want to see me in action and coaching people for free, 
I highly recommend you sign up for one of our free trainings, which is at rockstarcommunicator.com. And all of those trainings are live. They are not recorded webinars. I'm there. I'm coaching people for 90 minutes, and it's a whole lot of fun. So I hope to see as many of you as possible there. Hey, look here, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here. Get your game together. Get your communication game and your skills together, man. We're moving forward in this whole new digital age, I really believe, with this pandemic. And, you know, speaking of which, how have things been with you uh, and, and really with the pandemic that's kind of hit, hit, hitting this world globally. Um, how have you been able to adjust and work through the pandemic, Brendan? Yeah, you know, I got really lucky, D, in the sense that, you know, a lot of the stuff that I do can be done virtually. And I also was employed at a job when when the pandemic first hit. Mm. So I've, I've been in business for probably a year now, full time officially, because I, I, I side hustled Mass Talk until I replaced my income fully. Okay. So I, I would say, you know, in the in the context of my business as well, all of my work is done was done virtually before that, too. Mm -hmm. The only thing I really had to adapt that I struggled with was networking mm -hmm. because I couldn't meet people in person anymore. And the in-person energy is a lot easier. Yeah. So but I'm glad now that the pandemic is winding down. So now I can go back to flying jet setting to places and meeting people in person. Well, man, I look forward. I look forward to it, man. And hopefully, one day we'll have the opportunity uh, to meet in person. And speaking of which, we're gonna throw a curveball. So, favorite color is <laughs> blue. <laughs> blue. Okay. Of course. Okay, blue all day long. All right. Favorite favorite city you've ever been to? Mm, Columbus, Ohio. Surprisingly, that's where really? I met my business partner. It's what changed my oh, life. Oh wow, so. that was one of those I would have never expected. See? Me neither, man. <laughs> Columbus, you getting a shout out here on two mics up from my man Brendan. And before last one, favorite food. Favorite my mom's cooking. I mean, there's so much. There's cutrati. Uh, that's so good. People should check that out. Oh, all right, mom. Shout out to mom. Mom holding it down in the kitchen, man. We really appreciate mom. <laughs> hey, look, Brendan again. Thank you, man. It's been a blast. I really enjoy you, man. Continue success in everything that you do. Um, you're always welcome here on two mics up. Anything that you have going on in the future, anything you'd like to share. You know, just, just, you know, contact us, man, and we'll definitely have you back on, all right? Appreciate it, dude. Thanks so much for having me. No problem, my brother. Look here, ladies and gentlemen, well, that's it for today's show. You can always follow Two Mics Up online at www.tomanyw's, but y'all know, twomicsup.com. You can follow us across our social media, IG, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Two Mics Up. And if you haven't done it already, make sure you go ahead down there to the bottom, hit that subscribe button, and don't leave without hitting the bell so that you can get notified of all the newest content coming to you from us here at two mics up and like we always do at this time stay safe stay blessed mics out